the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am that dog, and you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. You know, we're living life like it matters, and what a great week to be reminded of that. You know, it's the week of uh, Thanksgiving, uh, and you know, Thanksgiving isn't really a day. Uh, it truly is a mindset that all of us should have, and especially if you're a follower of the Risen King. Uh, we are to be grateful in all things. And today, we're going to talk about the eyes have it. You know, uh, those that have been listening to this radio show know I like to play And I love words, uh, etymologists by trade, so I like to play with words. And so, you know, when there's a verbal vote, whether it be in Congress or by a body that's uh, gathered together, a committee, when it's pretty sure it's going to pass, they'll have a voice vote. And all those in favor say aye, and all those opposed say nay. And majority, the loudest voices, the biggest conglomeration of people will say yay, right? Uh, I and the smallest amount will say nay. And so you hear it end like this, the eyes have it. But today we're going to play a little bit because those are not the eyes I'm talking about. Uh, Today's discussion will focus on our focus, on our eyes. You know, the good book says our eyes are a lamp unto our body. It says if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. See, our focus determines our direction. A healthy focus creates a better life. And we got to realize that we we do have a past. And by the grace of God, Deo Valente, uh, we have a future. But I want you to think about this, but we can only live in the present, which is a place that we call the now. Uh, And today we're going to be joined by one of our recent uh, graduates, Mr. Kevin Parker. He's the, you've had him on the radio before, you've heard him. He's the one-legged warrior. Uh, And we're going to talk about change technically. But we got to go to the central point of our focus because, you know, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. Why? Because we move in the direction of our focus, and we focus in the direction of our movement. Uh, And and here is our Father, our Creator, Abba, Daddy, uh, Christ the Creator. uh, And they wrote us a book. And this is a book of instruction, a book of knowledge, a a book of hows. You know, it's like the farmer's almanac of of our life. It's called the Bible. And all throughout the Bible, it talks about the eyes having it. You know, Matthew 6, 22, uh, for the 
For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. And then it says the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. Psalmist says that uh, I will not set before you my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away shall not cling to me, right? Do you hear? Uh, I will set before my eyes anything I will not set that is worthless. In other words, keep your eyes off of the worthless things. You know why? Because God made us. And we're going to move in the direction of our focus, and we're going to focus in the direction of our movement. Remember when they're deciding who was going to be king? Uh, in First Samuel 16, you know, the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on his height of, or his stature, right? Because God knows what man's going to focus on. And God says, I've rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees, but looks on the outward appearance, right? God looks to the heart. Uh, Elisha, right? Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see, right? So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. The greater are those that are for us than those that are against us. That's when the whole Assyrian army was surrounding the tent of Elisha and his servant. And Elisha had to get his focus in the right direction off of fear. And on to God. The psalmist says, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Right? It's, it's all about the eyes. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust in his eyes has already committed adultery with her in her heart. Right? See, I've been told, I'm not a pilot, so I don't know how. But if you give two coordinates, you can locate any place on the globe. Longitude and latitude. Those are two coordinates of location. But let me suggest that there are five coordinates of experience. Things you see, things you hear, things you feel, whether tactilely or emotionally, things you smell, things you taste. Uh, If I was to ask you to recall any memory, good, bad, right, wrong, long-term, short-term, you know, three to ten on a scale of one to ten and one being nothing, 10 being everything, you, you, all those memories are stored in one or a couple of the five senses, maybe all of them. What you saw, what you heard, what you felt, what you smelt, what you tasted. And we have a four-inch stem. Well, we don't know if it's technically a four-inch stem in everybody, but it's a stem. and It's part of the unconscious brain. It's called the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center. And whatever you focus on is what you see. That's how it works. You know, if you're focused on race, then you're going to see people's skin color everywhere you look. If you're going to focus on being a victim, that everything that happens to you, uh, you're at 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 fault. I mean, uh, it just happens to you. You have no control. You're the victim. If if you're focused on how unfair the world is, you're going to see lots of evidence, proof that the world is unfair. That's how our unconscious mind works. Whatever you focus on, you will see. That's why a critical race is nothing more than racism that favors black people over non-black people. But racism is racism. And Dr. King said, you cannot drive out hate with hate. Only love can do that. Uh, you, you can't drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. And somehow now we come to a time in our world where we think that we can drive out racism with racism. Wrong. And it's not, it can't happen. Wrong. Absolutely. 
mi, mi amigo. <laughs> it's wrong. It's it, it's the same thing. Is you just put different colors in the in the abuser and different colors uh, in the victim. That's all. And the good Lord put the fr- eyes on the front of our face. You got to get this. We move in the direction of our focus, focus in the direction of our movement. It's the predator and prey thing. You know, so I love the saying, and I lived by it for decades. Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It knows it must outrun the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve. It doesn't matter whether you're the lion or you're the gazelle. When the sun comes up, you'd better be running. But here's the point. What are you running toward? You're running toward what you're focused on. That's what you should be. But can I suggest that a lot of people are running from. That's neurosocial conditioning. You're either moving toward something or you're moving away from something. It's either the desire for pleasure or the avoidance of pain. And because we're such unconscious creatures, most people don't know the direction of their movement. Right? We have a past, we have a present, we have a future. And we all have a past. It's, it's a canceled check. It's been rewritten. It's been written. And now you can't technically rewrite it. You can reframe it. Absolutely. And then by the grace of God, we have a future, right? Dale Valente, God willing. But we're not guaranteed anything. But we must live in the present. And right now we live in a time where the devil's got us focused on the past. What do you think the 1619 Project is making up a lie about how our country was really formed 500-some years ago? Or let's focus on 1619 or 1776 or 1812 or 1915 or 1963 or 2001. Stop whining. Helpless and hopeless. Yeah. All this helpless and hopeless. And you know what goes on when we do it as a society? We do it as a people. And today we're blessed because we have Kevin join us, the one-legged warrior. He went through my training over the weekend. And we're going to talk about transformation. We're also going to talk about focus. So stay with me. We'll be right back. I'm beginning to see the problem. It's not getting better. It's deepening. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. 
holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. One of the ways you get street cred is victimhood. You see? You see? Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And let's be honest, we're all going to get a lot of turkey this week. Probably going to get some stuffing, some mashed taters. I don't know about you, I love some sweet taters as well. But you know what? We're all going to need some hope. We're going to need some hope. You know, our our focal point is critical. What we focus on, and the problem is with the reticular activating system, it's at the unconscious level. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Uh, we're using it all, but the rest is at the unconscious level. And, and programs that were put in place at the unconscious level really run the ship. Remember Dr. Uh, Alfred Adler? He says by the time a child is five years old. Five years old. I mean, that's stunning that uh, a majority of our map of reality is in place. And the problem is it's actually stored at the unconscious level. And so we create belief systems that get us through our childhood. Now, I've walked intimately with 15,000 people. Um, I know people inside and out. And uh, I don't know how many people can say intimately uh, outside of maybe a prostitute. I'm not talking about that way. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, that, that you've walked that intimately with that many people. And there's a commonality in people. And it's called pain. Something we all experience. And really what we do with our pain dictates so much about our life. You know, John MacArthur is one of my favorite pastors and he, he has he put it succinctly on pain. He says you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential 
is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. And it was C.S. Lewis that said, getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. And this is where it gets to time. And where do we focus our attention in this time that we have? Because we all have a limited amount of time. And one thing I learned a long time ago, time can be a jealous lover. She demands our attention. She demands our focus. If we do not focus on the gift that she is, we lose track of her. I'm the boss. When ignored, we can ignore it or misuse it, and then she can become harsh. Some of you men know that. She likes for us to view her looking forward while enjoying her in the now, and she can get very ugly when we continue to look back at her. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm blessed. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I meet a lot of people, meet them pretty deeply, and I travel a lot and to do our trainings and to do talks. And uh, when I was in uh, uh, California, uh, two months ago, I met a gentleman. We, we've had him on the radio before, the one-legged warrior, Kevin Parker, and he's a good man. He's a man with a great story, uh, and he's also a man who wants to be better, a man who doesn't just want to help his clients get better, but a man who believes that he is under construction, working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And because of that desire, um, he took me up on an offer. When we met, we had a good connection, and we're walking together. And I said, hey, you, Kevin, you should go to that training I do. And he said, uh, sign me up, because he doesn't just believe in helping other people grow. He believes as a leader that he must set the pace and can you continue to grow as himself. And so he, he went through uh, with Team 229, 229, sorry, a little lazy in my talking today, a little tired. But uh, Team 229 in Arkansas, we started Thursday night, November 18th. We ended Saturday, November 20th, 48 hours after we began. There were seven beautiful women and two incredible men in that class, a team of nine. Uh, And this week, uh, you'll be hearing from them. I want them to give you uh, hope that no matter what's going on today, tomorrow can be better. I want them to have you pick your eyes up off the ground and look forward Look forward to next week. Look forward to Thanksgiving. Look forward to next year. Look forward to being better tomorrow than you are today and better the next day after that. That's what leaders do. They're forward thinkers. So let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. Go to the phone line number one, and let's welcome uh, Kevin Parker to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, brother? Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Black. It's an absolute pleasure to be on your show again. Uh, I'm still yeah. kind of computing all the incredible things that happened this week. Uh, <laughs> a lot, yeah, huh? A lot takes away. place, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, 48 hours. You know, I always say, you know, Robin Williams is to talk about uh, life. What a concept. You know, he was heavy on drugs. And, you know, when he was his crazy days, the Mork and Mindy, you know, the crazy Robin Williams that a lot of us first got to know. He would say, you know, life, what a concept. And to me, it's time. What a concept. What's it? It's an interesting construct. Uh, you spent 48 hours in that class. How long did you feel like you were there? Uh, to be honest, it felt like I was there for two weeks. I couldn't believe yeah. how long, like how time stopped still. I felt like I was there forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, and see, that's what so many people miss this thing called time. And, and now you get why, Kevin. Uh, you know, we, our mind is so powerful, and we teach a lot about the power of the mind, how God made us. And, you know, we, we have these three dimensions in time. We have a past, we have a present, we have a future, and I call them filing cabinets. And one thing I learned a long time ago on this journey of uh, constant, never-ending improvement is that most people have misfiled their, their future and their past. And so most people are, are driving down the freeway of life with their head cocked 180 degrees behind them looking in their past. Uh, and it is the, the past, what we store up in the unconscious mind. If we don't deal with it, it will continually guide us and drive us whether we're consciously aware of it or not. And you saw that, um, you know, with those eight people. You went through that class with eight strangers. You didn't know anybody in the class. The only one you knew in that class was your master trainer. Is that correct? Me. That was the only one. You knew nobody else, correct? Yes, you were the only person in the class I met previously. Yeah. So tell me, how do you feel about those eight other people that went through this process with you, Team 229? Wow. Uh, where do I start? The fact is, when I first walked in there, I'm a bit of a loner. I usually stick to myself. When I first got there, I didn't feel like I was a part of anything. Uh, they kind of knew each other. There was two groups of people in that group, and I kind of felt like the outsider. By the end of the first day, I felt like they were family. By the end of the second day, I'd probably been closer to those people than I'd been closer to most people in my life. Uh, we yeah. went through and things that... Nobody goes through. Yep. I didn't mean to cut you off, Kevin. I'm sorry. But, yeah, you know, and the funny thing is you and I have a lot in common. You know, I, I'm the same way. Uh, I, I feel like I've never fit in anywhere. I don't belong. And as a, as a Christian, I know the Bible says very clearly that we are not of this world. We are in this world. Uh, and then even tells us that if we if we love God the Father, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, uh, Abba Daddy, if we love him, and the Bible says the world is going to hate us because uh, there's a war between God and the world. Uh, and so I know that. And maybe that's what I connected with you right off the bat. I, I've never felt like I belong. I don't belong to a group. It's hard to fit in with a church, even though I know I'm part of God's church. It's hard to fit into a, a building on this planet called the church. And so I connect with you as well. And that's why I love what we do. In 48 hours, and, and we get all skin colors, all backgrounds, uh, all socioeconomic uh, areas, all regions of the world, and in two and a half days, technically 48 hours, become familiar. And that happens every single class. Now, now you're a warrior. You've been through a, a, a lot of hell. Uh, you know, uh, if you want to, uh, real quick, uh, maybe take a minute or two, just remind people of your story. Can we want to do that? Sure. Well, I've been through a lot in my life. Uh, I went through bullying at a young age. I never felt like I fit in. I had these voids of never feeling like enough, never being loved, not feeling comfortable in my own skin. That led to heavy addiction for about 10 years. I lost absolutely everything in my life, ended up in a coma, died a few times in the hospital, spent about four months in the hospital where I had multi-organ failure. I had up to 108 fever. My brain was frying. I was supposed to lose all four of my limbs and be completely brain dead. But God willing, I got through the hospital, uh, and I just lost my left leg below the knee. But it's been a constant reminder of all the struggles I went through. And I had to reinvent myself at 25 years old because all I knew was how to work physical labor and all these different things. So I had to really kind of reinvent myself, do a lot of self-work, become a self-development junkie. Uh, 
when I was growing up, I was a complete atheist, didn't believe in God. But in that hospital, I had a moment with God. And I knew he was real. And I've been searching ever since to develop and grow stronger in my relationship with him. And uh, it's been a battle, like you said, when the closer you get to God, the more the world hates you. And I was already a loner to begin with. And then to add that aspect of really uh, searching for God and just growing that relationship, I feel myself getting further and further away from the world. So I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through this week. Yeah, and and it's, you know, and I even tell people, I don't really like to teach it. I mean, I, I teach, I have a four pre-scripted two and a half day classes. And, uh, you know, my primary class I've been doing for the last 10 years, just because people need it, is Leadership Awakening. But I tell people I really like to change it. I have to confront people. Uh, 48 hours is a short time frame to change lives. So it's technically impossible. But I've been doing it for 30 years. And, and so it is tough. It is challenging. But uh, the sweet nectar of what comes out the other side uh, is just priceless. And uh, after the break, Kevin, stay with us. We're going to get ready to go hard break. But uh, I want to talk about, you know, uh, kind of what you experienced and, and where you're at today. So uh, stay with us, Kevin. Uh, I am Mr. Black today. We're talking about the eyes have it because your focus determines your direction. And we'll be right back. This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You could pay attention for a couple of minutes. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today, we are talking about our focus. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, Believe me, every man has his secret sorrow, which the world knows not. And oftentimes, we call a man cold when he is only sad. And Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, you know, remember Dietrich Bonhoeffer, he stood up to Hitler. It cost him his life. Uh, And Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, there is nothing that can replace the absence of someone dear to us. And no one should not even attempt to do so. One must simply hold out and endure it. At first, that sounds very hard. But at the same time, it is also a great comfort. For to the extent the emptiness truly remains unfulfilled, one remains connected to the other person through it. It is wrong to say that God fills the emptiness. God in no way fills it, but much more leaves it precisely unfilled and thus helps us preserve, even in pain, the authentic relationship. Furthermore, the more beautiful and full the remembrance is, the more difficult the separation. But gratitude transforms the torment of a memory into a silent joy. One bears what was lovely in the past not as a thorn, but as a precious gift deep within, a hidden treasure of which one can always be certain. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a past. And some of us hold on to things from the past like they were some special thing. But they're not special at all. They're haunting us. They're holding us back. And yet, why do we do it? I don't know. Why does a dog bark? (laughs) Because it's a dog. Why does a cat meow? Because it's a cat. Why do we do things that we do? Because we are the being called human. Flawed flesh. And that's why we work to be a little bit better today than we were yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And the ultimate healing is to reach out to the God of the universe whose redemptive qualities want to help us, connect us, and then take us to a better place. And so today I Like It Matters Radio, we've got a friend of mine who's a graduate of mine now and a man who uh, he and I will be walking together and uh, probably doing a lot of other stuff together as well. So let's welcome back uh, Kevin Parker. Kevin, again, thanks. I know you're a busy man. Thanks for joining us, brother. Uh, no, it's an absolute pleasure to be on the show, man. Uh, what, what we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. Yeah, and I really believe that God's brought you and I together, you know, you know, to uh, 
two uh, Lone Rangers uh, working together. We call that a posse. <laughs> we call that a posse <laughs> in Texas. You know, more than two. So uh, uh, there's a lot of people out there that need a posse of uh, Mr. Black and Mr. Parker. So we'll see what God has for us. But uh, speaking of that, you know, you have been all through all this training. You talked about it beforehand, and I've seen you present that event we did together, and you're, you have power and yeah, you you know you're a good presenter. You care about people. You have what I call street cred. You you've screwed up and overcome. So now you can help with people who are screwed up to teach them how to overcome. So you've been through all this, and you're going quote to another training. So um, Thursday night when the whole thing got started, I mean, what were you thinking? What were you thinking you were there for? What were you thinking you were going to get? Where were you at Thursday night when we got started? Well, uh, I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've worked on, walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? I thought I had all my ducks aligned because I help people for a living get better, create a life that they love to leave. But little did I know, I haven't looked inwards and what was broken inside me and what was going on. And when I stepped into that glass, the first day, I had a rude awakening that I had so much construction to do. And it was very, very imminent in that moment that I had to do a lot of work. Yep. And sometimes when you got to go real deep, it's hard to do it on our own. I mean, you help a lot of people through drug addiction, through all that. You've helped save people's lives. I mean, uh, you, you've done some incredible work up until now. And I truly believe the better work you're going to do is right in front of you. But for some things, and even for me, you know, I struggle. Uh, my marriage struggles. Uh, you know, there's sometimes, you know, I wake up where like, God, you still got me here? Man, I, it's a disappointment when I wake up. So I'm telling you, I, I lead with my brokenness. Now, I work to be better. I don't let it stop me. Uh, I focus on God and I pick myself up, dust myself off and hit again. But certain things, we they're so deep, so painful. Uh, we're too emotionally involved that we can't get through them on our own. We need an outside source. And so that's what I represent in that class, an outside source. And, and you know I create an environment because it's all about the environment. You know, epigenetics, Kevin, uh, tells us that we are a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment uh, is our belief system. Uh, the second ultimate environment is our patterns, uh, the environment that we, quote, live in. You know, because there are spatial anchors and relational anchors and and habits and and things we do connected to people and experience. And so uh, that's what I work on. But I do it in a really intense, non-didactive way. I mean, I don't tell you what's coming. So you spent 48 hours in that training and you've been through Maxwell, Tony Robbins. You've done all this other stuff. Tell me. What's different about Kevin today? What did you, a couple of things, one, two, three things, whatever you can, what did you gain from Leadership Awakening? What did you learn? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was a, a, another level of awareness, another level of seeing what's going on, another level of focus, because I thought that I had a very strong belief system, but it just I mean, you apply just a little bit pressure and everything that was inside of me scrolls out and, and, and just a little bit of pressure. 
and I realized all of the different character defects and the things that I've been doing in my life that have been self-destructive as far as belief systems, the things that have been holding me back. And I realized I have control over all these things, the power of my words, the power of my visualizations, the power of my beliefs. And I realized a lot of the things that are going on in my life have been self-inflicted. And I thought that I had a stronger belief system than I did. And I thought I was in a better position than I was. And I realized that I may be able to help other people create a life that they love to live. But in my life, I was a mental and emotional wreck. And it really helped me take inventory of that. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're called to live an examined life. I think it was Aristotle or Socrates or Plato. I don't remember which one of those Greek smart dudes, but they said, you know, an unexamined life is not worth living, right? And uh, and the Bible tells us the same thing, uh, because the ultimate smart dude is called omniscient, and he's God. And Jesus said uh, that if we examine ourselves, um, that that's the key to life, that, uh, that if we judge ourselves, that uh, God doesn't feel the need to judge ourselves. And Paul tells us, examine yourself. To see if you're still in the faith. I mean, think about that. Paul's writing to people, it's a new faith at that point. You know, Jesus had just walked the planet, Messiah. And he's telling people that have accepted Christ in the last couple of months, couple of years, examine yourself to see if you're still in the faith. And so we've got to live an examine life. You know, we talk about that figure, Kevin, that, you know, the typical human being uses about 3 to 5% of their brain consciously, but someone that's a, called self-actualization, like someone like you and me who's constantly examining ourselves, who wants to get better, it's been said that we can hit to 11 or 12%. So even the, the coup de gras, the, the top of the top, the dessert of the, the human race, uh, working to be conscious, can still only hit maybe 10 to 12%. And so... Really, the battle is at the unconscious level. And, and again, when you understand how the brain works, and, and that's one of the things I love about what I do, and I'd love for you to, to comment on that. Um, I think what I do that's unique uh, is I teach people how they work. You know, I, I teach about the unconscious mind. I teach about uh, the body, how the body's a machine and how it creates experience and how the mind runs the machine. Uh, and then the spiritual aspect, because who we are is not the body. Who we are is not our mind. Who we are is the spirit that possesses that body and mind. Uh, but the, the, really the key is to understand uh, that a lot of things that are driving us are at the unconscious level. A lot of things that are driving us are from our past, and we've never dealt with those things. Even though we put them away, they're still not dealt with. I mean, can you address that? What do you think? Do you think that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely loved your class. I think the way that you go about it is fantastic. I mean, I've read so many books about the subconscious and everything, but I love the way that you uh, intertwine the spiritual aspect and the importance of the subconscious and how that really runs the show and being able to intertwine both those things, the way that you presented it made it easily to be ingestible, to understand and to do something about it. You didn't just teach us something. You gave us applicable actions that we can take to improve these situations in our lives. And ever since I left this class, I mean, I catch myself every time I say something, I try to, if I say I try or I'm gonna, or I should, or, you know, if I start visualizing some bad things, I'm already refixing up the programming that I've been putting over for so many years. And it was just so easily applicable. And I really, really appreciate the way that you, 
presented. It was just, it was fantastic. Well, I appreciate that input from another trainer because, uh, you know, it is it is different what I do. And, uh, you know, it, I want people to buy. People learn best by what they see, hear, and do. And so I, I teach people non-didactively. You know, I get them out of their head. I don't say, hey, we're going to work on this now, and we're going to work on this now, and we're going to work on this now. So there's there's no preparation in that regard. I, I command your undivided attention. I mean, how's your focus now since you've left class? Have you noticed the intensity of your focus outside of class? <laughs> you sure do that, 100%. Definitely command attention and focus. Yes, I've uh, one of the big issues that I struggled with, uh, I've been – told I have ADHD my whole entire life. Um, and I've always had a lack of focus, but I feel myself being a lot more laser focused. If I get distracted by something, I've been able to pull myself back in. Um, and it's just been really interesting. And you also taught me about that. I'm a kinesthetic learner, which makes sense because I'm always fidgeting, always touching things, always trying to gather information with my movement. And now I'm just embracing yep. it opposed to identifying as somebody that has some kind of disease that can't be cured. Because, you hey, know, man, hey Kevin, we're going to hard break. Hey, Kevin, we're going to hard break. Let's pick this up after the break. I am black, and we'll be right back. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic with Charm. Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again. Because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust. Aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. 
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Take my fist and put my initials on your brain. <laughs> John, I am black and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And yeah, I think that's what some people think I do in my class. I take my fist and I put it on your brain. I squeeze it a little bit, squeeze it a little bit. I'm sure Kevin was laughing about that as well. But, uh, you know, Kevin, before the break, you were talking about... Uh, uh, you know, understanding yourself. And yeah, but one thing I do, you know, my background is neuro-linguistic programming. I'm a master practitioner. Of course, I my disciplines are cognitive behavioral therapy and uh, transactional analysis and logotherapy. And I wrap everything in the Word of God. But, you know, it, it, I do teach you that you're not a freak. There's nothing wrong with you. You're made this way. And, and so you were saying before the break that you, you've always been told you were ADD, ADHD. Just pick up on that, what you were saying. Yeah, so what I was saying is I always identified as somebody that had this disease, this problem, this issue that I couldn't focus, that there was something wrong with me. And the fact of the word is the words I am are the most powerful words in the whole entire dictionary. I mean, it says it throughout the Bible. And that that identifying as something is so powerful. And I was identifying as this broken person, the same way as people identify, I am an addict. I am this, I am that. I I identified as an addict, as a person with ADHD that was broken, that wasn't worthy. And the fact of the matter, that's not true. That's lies from the enemy. It's a lie. You know, and and, and you you can reprogram these identities that you've been telling yourself for so long. And really, that's a few things that we did this weekend that was just so powerful. Understanding that I do have the strength. I am a I am the son of a son of God, you know, and and, and having and having that relationship. That's where my identity comes from. And anything can be reprogrammed into our lives if we put the right programs into it. Yeah. And being able to access that is very powerful. He taught us that. Yeah, no, and Nicodemus, when I think it's John 3, I think it is right for John three sixteen. you know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that famous quote, uh, verse there. But Jen, uh, John 3 is about, uh, pretty sure it's Nicodemus and Jesus, and uh, Jesus told him, hey, Nicodemus, if you want to enter the kingdom of God, because he asked him, he said, you've got to be born again. And Nicodemus said, well, well, how can I climb back in my mother's womb? I'm a grown man. And and, and and Jesus said, no, 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 Nicodemus, come on, you're a man of God, you know better than that. And he said, you must be born of spirit and water. See, we were all born of water, that's the water birth. Before your mom gave birth to you, Kevin, the first thing that initiated the actual birthing process was her water broke. And so yeah. that's what, you know, that's what God was talking about when we're born of water. That's what he's saying when he says that. 
But what Jesus says, you must have a new spirit, uh, a new inside out. And that is the programming piece you're talking about. Because we are all programmed creatures. Uh, we are programmed by society. We're programmed by our parents. Uh, that's what logotherapy is all about. We're little meaning makers. We have a will to meaning. And that's why little kids, I know you don't have kids yet, but you're going to be a great father someday, Kevin. And when you do, those Thanks. kids are going to ask you, you know, why, Daddy? Why did they, that girl say that to them? Why, Daddy? Why does that sign say that? Why did that person treat that person? What they're doing is they're wanting to connect dots. And that they're putting together the structure of their belief system. And Dr. Adler says that's five years old. By the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality. And my childhood was hell. I'm beaten on by an mm-hmm. alcoholic, told I wasn't good enough. Um, it was my stepfather. So, hey, I didn't even know my father. So I'm not worthy enough to even know my father. And then the father I did was given, beat on us, beat on my mom, told me I was a piece of crap all my life. So, boy, all that, that was the structure of my belief system as I entered my young adult life, and it was brutal. Uh, and the same thing with you, right? I mean, your childhood was not the best, correct? Yeah, I mean, I definitely struggled with identity issues. I came from a family. I had a, uh, a step-sibling at my age got attacked by a wolf at two years old that ripped off his scalp, mutilated his face, and took his ear. And from that trauma, he was very angry and very mean, and I was half his size. And I came into his household, and I, quote-unquote, kind of stole his attention. I was just normal, regular boy. And, I mean, he did everything he possibly could to make my life miserable. And me and my mother were never really part of the family, it seemed, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And that's what I was saying. You know, I, I, certain things that are true about human beings I call HR 101. And one of the HR 101s is hurting people hurt people. And yes. that young man, that boy, I'm not condoning what he did. That's, you know, it's important for a band to die one time and then comes a judgment. So undoubtedly he had trauma. And again, not knowing what to do with that trauma, hurting people hurt people. And so life's not fair. He got attacked by a wolf and then he gets no attention because this little boy comes in and dad's got a new wife with a little boy. And I'm not condoning what he did. It was wrong what he did. And yet as a human being, what he was doing is he was living defensively. Hurting people hurt people. And he was a young kid. Today, that's how most adults are. Why do you look at the bitterness in this country? Look at the hatred. Uh, look at the left hating on the right. And why does the left hate the right? Because the right are haters. I mean, that's the reason. I mean, it's just stunning to me. There's so much hate that, that hate's okay as long as you're on the left. As, as long as you're progressive and liberal, you have a right to hate white people. You have a right to hate Trump. You have a right to hate this and hate that. But yet hate, what happens when the elections are over? I always say that to people. And the reason why there's so much hate in our elections is because it works well. Uh, University of uh, Washington did a study about 20 years ago, and it proved that if you can make people angry, angry people will wait in line for days. Angry people will get other people angry. They'll do what it takes to defeat an enemy. And so it's manipulation, and it uses anger, and it gets us so raw, so hateful, all so that we can elect certain people, and then those people can control us and get money and get power, and then they can get reelected for 30, 40, 50 years. And we have a, a president of the United States who's been in government for 50 years. He's never had a job. I mean, he's a multimillionaire, has three homes, his children are all wealthy, his brother's wealthy, and all he's done is live off the government dole, and yet it's okay. 
because but you got a guy named Trump who's wealthy and that's bad. You got a guy named Trump who 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 lies and that's evil, but you got a guy named Biden that lies and it's okay. You got a, a people on the outside that says white people hate black people and that's wrong, but you got the other side where black people it's okay to hate white people because they're mean. I mean, it's just crazy. And yet what we're doing yeah. is we're taking what happened to you as a child and now as grown-ups we're justifying the same thing. And that's what's so sad. And But it's different now. You're working differently. So you have a sense of yourself. And so what have you noticed different about yourself this week? You know, I'm sure you've noticed. You've been gone a couple days. What 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 have you noticed different about yourself? As far as after I left or during the... Yeah, the, uh, this week, thing. since this week, since you've, been, since you've been home. You've been home a couple days. Uh, what have you noticed different? Are you responding different? Are you thinking different? Are you getting out of bed with more energy? Are you getting out of bed with less energy? What have you just noticed about yourself? Well, the one thing that I could really notice is that sense of awareness. Being aware yeah. when I'm slipping. Uh, being aware when I'm losing lack of focus. Uh, and being able to snap myself out of it if uh, I get a notification on social media. I don't get stuck scrolling through my social media for 30, 45 minutes. I yep. see the notification. I see myself scrolling for a minute or two, and I snap myself out of it. Like, well, I have a mission. I have a goal. I have a purpose. Yep. This is not serving yep. me. And I have that control to be able to override these these patterns that I've created in my life that have been holding me back for so long. Yeah. Um, I've only been home for about a day now because I had to travel and everything, but it, I was yeah. really, really self-reflecting after the training and really pulling out of it and, and realizing I, I have a lot more work to do and a lot more Amen. purpose and drive in my life. And this is really just the beginning, but it was definitely a yep. revelation to see and to know yep. what I'm worth and to really unlock that extra level of work that I have been Holding because I felt so unworthy for so many years, and I and and I've and I, I have never really addressed that. I kind of just sw- swept it under the rug for so many years, and kind of just got what came to me, and and up, yeah, until, up until now. now. Yep. Yeah. And I want you to know, Kevin, I make a commitment. I'm going to walk with you and we're going to walk together. And man, you're going to be even a better coach because you've changed a lot of people's lives already, Kevin Parker. By the way, real quick, we're getting ready to cut this. We're getting a hard break. How do people get a hold of you? Because man, if you want help overcoming drug addiction, all that, you couldn't find a better coach than Kevin. Kevin, how can they get a hold of you if they want some help with some struggles? Absolutely. They can email me at Kevin at TrueWarriorSuccess.com. Uh, you can visit my website, truewarriorsuccess.com, and uh, I'd be happy to, or you can contact me on social media as Kevin Parker. Awesome. Well, Kevin, you and I are walking together, and I'm excited to see what God has, and we're brothers in Christ, and we're fellow warriors on the same path to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. So God bless you, my friend, and we'll talk soon, okay? Amen, brother. Thank you very much for having me on the show. God bless All right, buddy. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, hope is a forward direction. Uh, In your past is your past. Let us help you focus in the right direction. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Have a little faith, baby. Have a little faith. Amen. Paul Rubin here from the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC. 
We're proud to bring you the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday on Freedom 1570. We feel it's very important to bring the pledge back to the forefront of our daily lives. Each day, a local veteran, an active service member, or a first responder will proudly recite the pledge to kick off our day and honor our country. Tune in at 7.30, and God bless America. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, join the flood of people switching to Pure Talk. The average family saves over $800 a year by switching. Get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 